0: blog talk radio welcome everyone to another episode of the roman show for the week of march 3rd we're back we took a little break last week but we're back at it again and we welcome what says of nashville pussy that's right nashville pussy right here on the roman show talk about new music and their uh, upcoming tour so make sure you check them out as they are in the States. Take advantage because they're not here often, so make sure you check them out. So here coming up very, very soon on the Roman Show, Nashville Pussy. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready, you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch
1: that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster.
0: Go. Retro. Go. Fight Go. Fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go point. Gone. We're going flight. GNC. We're going. Down here. Go. Control.
1: Go. Station. Go. 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 F-A-O. We are gone. Network. Go. Cover. Go. F-C-O. We're go flight. Launch control. This is Houston. We are
0: going to launch. The Roman, the Roman Show.
1: Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks so much uh, once again for tuning in to the Roman Show for the week of March third, twenty nineteen. In just a few, we're going to welcome Rider Says Size of a Nashville Pussy, uh, the hard rock uh, psychobilly southern metal band that uh, is going to be on tour here uh, in the state. and. It's your opportunity to check them out since they travel a lot overseas. So make sure you get an opportunity to check them out at a city near you. And uh, they got some great, great music. I know that Nashville sounds like a funny name, but uh, trust me, they got some great stuff and they're so, so amazing. And they were, they were okayed, okayed by Motorhead. Yeah, I mean, how cool is that? You know, if you get the okay from Lemmy, of Motorhead then, uh, by God, there's no reason why you should miss this band on tour. And they're going to be in the States. Um, their next event, uh, the, the upcoming one they got is uh, in Atlanta, Georgia in May. But you can check out NashvillePussy.com for more information. Uh, again, this is a band that mostly, for the most part, travels overseas. So if you have an opportunity to check them out in the States, now is the time. Well, guys, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, all the stuff that went down this, um past two weeks. First and foremost, I want to give thanks to everyone who voted The Roman Show as the Best Podcast for the Florida MMA Awards. We came up a little short, but it's all right. It's okay. Again, we appreciate all the votes, everyone that took their time to vote for the program. We won it back in, I want to say, 20, 20, 2013, I think it was. Um but hey, there's uh there's another shot next time, twenty twenty, the Roman show could potentially win that award. But I wanna give thanks to everyone because they uh voted myself for best ring announcer in Florida. Um, you know that, that was quite amazing. I had an opportunity to walk on stage walk to the stage with my daughter and receive the award. Uh a very humbling moment I must say. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you again to Frank Barge on the Florida MMA Awards for putting this event together. Mr. Lex McMahon and Jeff Aronson of uh, Titan FC for allowing me to go out there, you know, on their program and, and be part of that great promotion, which they have an upcoming event on March 15th at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. And it's going to be live on UFC Fight Pass. You have that rematch with Juan Puerta versus Eddie Ballard. Oh man, that that's 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 gonna be awesome. That is gonna be an amazing fight the first time around. Um, you know, Ballard came a little short. He came a little short. Uh, he suffered his first knockout. But uh Gustavo Eddie Ballard, you know, he's back at it again. He gets a crack at the title versus Juan Puerta, the champion. And let's see if Balar learned from his mistake. Let's see if he stops just trying to use that right hand and can show us something different. He just received his first knockout in January. Could we see it again? Well, we're going to find out on March 15th as the title is on the line and other phenomenal fights as well are going to be part of Titan FC 53 on March 15th at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Well, the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair is coming back on March 14th, and they're going to be here all the way until early April. We're going to be giving away free tickets. Find out for more details next week right here on The Roman Show. We give away some free tickets to take out the family, enjoy some of the elephant ears, corn on the cob, and all that good stuff that they have at the fair. So find out more details on the next podcast next week as we will let you know how you can win free tickets to the Miami Dade County Youth Fair. Make sure you follow us on our socials. You can find out first, if you follow us, that's at the Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Instagram and of course on our YouTube channel. That's our Roman O'Toole one, where we had an opportunity to speak to the newly crowned Walterweight UFC champion Kamaro Usman. He we spoke to him prior to getting the title shot against Tyron Woodley, uh, hear what he had to say, and also about serving as a commentator for Titan FC. Check that interview right now. Just recently released, we got Juan Puerta, who will be defending the title March 15th. He talked to us about stepping in the Titan FC cage, uh, putting the title on the line for the first time, defending it, and a whole lot more. So check out right now our YouTube channel, that's Romano 201 and... Visit the website, theromanshow.com, where you can find everything and anything that you need on exclusive content. With that being said, we're going to start now with Reality Check and talk some professional wrestling.
1: And now, it's time to give you a... Reality Check! Reality Check!
0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on the program to talk some pro wrestling and we saw the return of Roman Reigns last week. That was quite uh, amazing to see a man who had battled leukemia. He's back on his feet, ready to go. It took about three months of um, of getting, uh, to get back on his feet, to alleviate himself and and, and it's quite amazing to see someone uh, with so much determination. With you know facing leukemia, uh, which is <laughs> I mean so scary, just to even think of that. But Roman Reigns is back, and I see that uh, it seems that he's going to be out at Fastlane, going to be competing for the first time uh, since he announced that he was battling leukemia. And I I don't know, but you gotta just give it up for this guy. He 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 was literally facing life, and he's here back again on Monday Night Raw. It was an emotional episode when he came back and stated that he's going to be returning to the scared circle um, after getting treatment. And and, and Again, it's just so amazing to see Roman Reigns uh, back on in in, in the ring. Now, unfortunately, the the, the amazing, legendary wrestler Harley Race. Uh, it's been noted that he's facing terminal lung cancer. That, unfortunately, is not good news. Um, such a legend. I had the opportunity of seeing him in Japan at a NOAA event where so much respect for this man, so much he's done for the, the sport of professional wrestling. Unfortunately, he's dealing with terminal cancer. Uh, you know, best wishes to him. Uh, hopefully everything just, you know, gets better, um. And enjoy him as much as we have him here on Earth. Jim Cornette has signed with Major League Wrestling as an announcer or commentator. And now Tony Schiavone, of course, was part of or is part of MLW, but it seems they're going to be rotating. Um, It's cool. It's cool to see Jim Cornette, and it's cool to see that MLW hired Jim Cornette. Of course, this is a guy who has a lot of knowledge of the sport He knows exactly the ins and the outs. And it just shows you how much Major League Wrestling is taking this to the next level. They don't want to just be this little company. They want to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And we noticed that in Chicago, they had a sold-out crowd, over 2,000 people. They had to add additional seats because it was a hot ticket. They sold out. They're going to be returning back to Chicago in the summer. And uh, they're going to be touring as well. Uh, in other cities, including New York in April, right during the time of WrestleMania. So good for MLW, good for Kurt Bauer, definitely kicking ass. And we had the opportunity of speaking to Air Wolf, who made his debut in Major League Wrestling this past weekend. You'll hear that interview coming up very shortly right here on The Roman Show. But kudos, kudos to MLW for hiring uh, Jim Cornette. Switching gears, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch going at it on Twitter, now, there was a, a report that stated that Ronda Rousey said that she doesn't need wrestling. Wrestling needs her, and that she's willing to walk out whenever she wants. And there were many people out there that were very upset, that said, you know, you know, this is just a bitter girl, she's just doing whatever the hell she wants because she has the star, star power from MMA. But must I remind you that when she was a mixed martial artist, that was her attitude. That was the same. That whole humbling thing that just came out. In the beginning, sure, I mean, that was her because she, she felt like a little girl living a dream, absolutely. But she's always been that way. Uh, kind of, uh, how can I say it in a nice way, but but, but a straight shooter, I guess. Um, and she knows what she's worth. You know, She doesn't have to do pro wrestling all her life. I know there were some people that were upset because she wanted to do a... Uh, work on a family and people are saying oh you're just like the rest of them they come they use us and they leave listen if the woman wants to make a family let her do it who the hell are you to tell her not and when to do it wrestling comes and goes she can always come back only because she's a mother doesn't mean it's the end of the world for her look at mickey james for example great talent a mom then nothing dinner stops her um but it's just ronda rousey though if indeed this is true maybe it's it's a Maybe it's just storyline that she's being arrogant uh, about saying that wrestling doesn't need her that she doesn't need wrestling wrestling needs her. We don't know. Maybe it's just a a gimmick uh, since she's battling uh, Becky Lynch on Twitter. But I can say we can see that Vince McMahon is not a happy camper with a Twitter exchange exchange because both of them have been taking it to the a little edge, right? They've been a little edgy lately, which is great. WrestleMania season is here. And things pick up. You know, they don't stick to the same old cookie cutter stuff as we get closer to WrestleMania. So why not step it up? Give it a little extra juice. Give it a little bit of extra spice. A little bit of salt in there. So we can get the people involved and interested in this match, which potentially now, as of right now, they still have Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. But of course, it does seem it's going to be a three-way dance. And potentially, it hasn't been said, the main event of WrestleMania it would be the first time that women will be main eventing a WrestleMania. We will be seeing history in the making. All right, guys. We are now going to welcome Rider Size of Nashville Pussy. Check out the band on tour as we speak in the United States. Take advantage. They don't tour often in the states. Check them on a tour approved by the great Lemmy. Of Motorhead. Coming up next, Nashville Pussy. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show, and right, it's a true honor to have this lady here on the program, Ryder says of the Nashville Pussies. Ryder, thanks so much for your time. I, I really appreciate you taking some time. I know we have some difficulties with the phone, but we got it done. Pleasure to have you here on the program. My
1: pleasure, Reuben. Nice to be
0: here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and by the way, you know, it's funny you mentioned, you said you were going to reach out to, to Bezos to get to us. Get us some stuff here with technology to fix it up. But I just realized he's going through a divorce. I don't think he has time for us. <laughs> you know, he, can drone, he can drone drop me a landline. Come on. You know, how he be, so. I'm sure you can find a minute or two, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's talk about Nashville Pussy. Um, you dropped an album last year, Please to Eat. Went very, very well. How How is this please response? You, is please, please to eat please you. Sorry. To I just said you, the damn uh, thing. Pleased to Eat You. How has been the response so far from the crowd when you're, you're on tour?
1: Oh, man. Utterly fantastic. Um, they're hungry. So, you know, Pleased to Eat You is perfect. And they're hungry and desperate for us to... seems like they just want us to tour all the time. Mm-hmm. And they always constantly want to hear new music. So, perfect. <laughs> perfect yeah. for us. All we ever hear on Facebook is like, When are you coming to my town?
0: Like. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you, when are you coming to South Florida? Yeah, see, there
1: you go.
0: We gotta get to, <laughs> I, I know you guys got a, a pretty lengthy tour coming up, February, um, getting ready to hit the road, uh, to Yeah, perform. we're gonna be
1: out all of February with Danko Jones and then we're out March, part of March and then back again in April with Guitar Wolf. And that'll be on the east coast, but I don't think we have a South Florida gig.
0: Oh, so, You might have to come up to Atlanta or something like that to see us. That's not that far. Now, any, um, were you guys going to be part of some of the big festivals going on tour uh, in the spring? We uh,
1: part big festivals, but they're always in Europe. In fact, we're playing the biggest festival. Uh, we're playing Wacken, which is yes. the biggest metal fest possibly in the world. So we haven't done that for a few years, so that is super exciting. Everyone's like, neither Blaine and I have played it. We played it. National we played it a number of years back, but uh, Bonnie and Ben have not been to Whackin', so they have not experienced the insanity yet. So it's gonna be really cool. You know, very excited. And as usual, you know, it sells out before they even announce who's playing. So
0: uh-huh.
1: I don't even, I don't even know who's headlining, but it's gonna be
0: great. You know, it's funny you mentioned you you know, overseas. You guys are huge overseas. We got to show some love here in the States for you guys, more than what you guys get. But, you know, I experienced my first rock concert over in Japan. Um, and I know you guys are pretty huge over there in Japan. So, tell me about that experience when you go to these places that they don't know, they don't know any English, maybe some are you know, a couple, of handful know, but they're jamming to the beat, they're jamming and somehow, some way, they figure it out and they sing to it. How, how does that feel when you guys get on stage?
1: Oh, man fantastic. I mean, that's the one thing that's cool about what we do is that you don't need to speak the language. <laughs> you don't need to know the language. And probably as far as America goes, with the word Sissy in our name, it's probably better that you don't know the language.
0: <laughs> yeah, and nowadays I don't think they'll fly in mainstream media. <laughs> so, from, from please to Eat You, which song would you say that when you perform live on stage really got you. You didn't know that it was going to have or go as over as you thought it did, as you anticipated. It kind of surprised you. Which one was not and what do you think it was?
1: Well, we're actually still introducing some of the songs from the new album. I think we're only doing the last tour we did five, four or five of the new songs. What's the one that I like so much? What is it? No, no, no. We, no, we want a word which I love. We want a word uh-huh. great and hilarious uh-huh. and see everyone singing along with that is wonderful. <laughs> Um, what's, what's my other favorite song?
0: <laughs> you got, you got. To, I, I could read them all, but there's a whole bunch. Drinking my life always sounds great. <laughs> yeah. well,
1: let me look at, I'm a, I am such a typical guitar player that, like, I don't know the titles of things. <laughs> I don't
0: know
1: what key it's in. Okay, let's see. It was, it is. Oh God. Well, she keeps me coming is really great. She keeps me coming, and I keep going back is pretty wonderful. Okay, uh-huh. Just another white boy. Low Down Dirty Pig low down Dirty Pig is really cool. Uh, low Down Dirty Pig is like that's funny. That's a really funny song, but man is it a good uh, that's a kind of a it's like a sucker punch of a song. It just comes up behind you and goes, Wow like, yeah. whoa
0: it's really <laughs> good
1: song. Oh man. Oh, there's so many so many good songs.
0: Too too much is used for So the lyrics in in this album They're more they... common too.
1: And then we're doing the C C K M T which is cocaine cannot kill my pain it's a Steve Earl cover and that is like that's a real escape for us we've never done anything quite like this before and it's it morphs on stage that's a real it's a real heavy heavy song you know it's a, it's a celebration of heroin
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so we are we are we are uh, political correctness worst enemy
0: yeah yeah I don't think uh I don't think CNN will profile you guys, unfortunately. CNN
1: quoted me as saying, "Suck my fucking dick."
0: That would be awesome. But but then again, they they real news. National city doesn't give a shit. And you know, and, and that's what's great about you guys. You know, you guys, you know, anything goes. You guys have fun with the lyrics you yeah, it's fun with what the performances, you know it, when you go see you guys and it, it's just a good old time and that's the feel it's
1: a good old time
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's what it's about you know grab your, your jack and coke and and rock on that's the type of vibe that you guys present to the crowd which is great it's missing yeah, nowadays. we're
1: like the last we're like the last bastion of fun or something. <laughs> you know leave your leave your fucking shit at the door man All right. You know, complain about it later but Come, come on in over there and have a good time. But. Right. We won't tell anybody, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you
0: know, you go to some of these shows and they got all these pyros, and you guys don't need that. Just a great time. You know, let's to sing together. Let's, let's go ahead and jam to the lyrics. Uh hey, not saying that we, we
1: have had pyro if we could. <laughs> we, we definitely would if we could. We used to
0: have,
1: when, God, when we first started off, we used to buy fireworks and light them on stage. And, like, and that was uh, before that club burned down and killed a bunch of people. Oh, and okay. It didn't Nobody was doing that kind of shit anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so so when you write the, when you write say the lyrics to Please to Eat You, you know, do you guys just guy each of you contribute or you guys work together or individually? No, you
1: know what? It's almost all Blaine's brainchild. Like he is basically uh, what do we prisoners you know he's like he's kind of like bon scott from Mm acdc but dirtier you know and like and we always thought that we're kind of like um we've we write a lot of songs that i know that other bands would like to say like Mm -hmm. i know that acdc wish they'd written keep on fucking (laughs) you know there's so many songs that we write that are like you know this is sound you know like i know that they they wish they could get away with saying this shit. But, you know, they have high, they have higher aspirations than us. <laughs> they want to be played on mainstream radio. You know? <laughs> we actually have much higher aspirations. We think our stuff should be played on mainstream radio. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, we basically, Blaine writes this stuff trying to entertain himself mm-hmm. first. And then trying to entertain us trying to enter, like you know it's just basically we're very jaded people we've been on the road a lot and like you know we're just trying to laugh we're just trying to make each other laugh and so a lot of it's just like dirty or cruel or mean or ugly and it's just it's comedy you know it's like you don't laugh at this shit you're gonna cry so
0: so, so I, I, and i gotta ask you you know the late of motorhead called you guys america's last great rock and roll band i mean i I I I would take that to the grave. How cool is that? Every time you hit the stage, I mean, to have Lemmy, the great Lemmy, quote you as uh, that—that must be just awesome.
1: Yeah, man. He was a he was a hell of a dude, and he he kept us in check, and he was he would you know he test us and stuff, and he taught us he taught us a lot of stuff. He's our mentor. He's I mean, I can't say enough good stuff about about Lem and Motorhead and our treatment by them over the years, but it was really, we were really surprised how well we got along and how it was like, you know, I'm not going to say that we were cut from the same cloth, but we were definitely, we're of a similar, uh, similar type of people. <laughs> like, you yeah, probably... We didn't really realize that until we got on the road with them. And then it was like, you know, they really took us under their wings and uh, they cared a lot about us. And Blaine and Lem had a very, very cool they had a very cool relationship where they both basically just gossip about music, you know, they just talk about Little Richard and stuff like that, Class, you know, classic 50s rock and roll, rockabilly, stuff that they had, you know, that they both aspired to and, I don't know, it was kind of beautiful, I would just sit back and watch, you know, mm-hmm. but I was yeah, dream come true, I love these guys since I was a teenager, and I had no idea that I would find, I would actually want to be in a band that was in the same genre that I get to play with my heroes and not only play with my heroes but play with my heroes like a hundred times over the course of like 20 years like mm-hmm. like get to see get to have them approve of what we do over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> over and over again like you know every couple of years we go back out with them like hey always a good time
0: so do you guys cover any Motorhead songs uh, while on the road? no we
1: don't no we don't we've um we recorded uh rock and roll long time ago like that's probably maybe before our first album came out we did it for some charity benefit skateboard thing or something like that and that's i don't even know where i don't yeah we did rock and roll ages ago and then blaine will sing ace of spades occasionally on stage with people he's done that before and um that's about it but no i don't want to do them any disservice. I think
0: enough
1: people are covering Motorhead farm. <laughs> <laughs> I only really, honestly want to hear Motorhead doing Motorhead
0: so <laughs> <laughs> Well, right. I want to thank you for your time. And, and again, everyone, check out the Spotify. Please to eat you and check out the band Nashville Pussy. Uh, in February, they'll be on the road. What's that? What's that?
1: God. I just broke up for a second. I thought you
0: didn't say the word pussy. Say pussy a lot. <laughs> no, I, I. You know what? I, 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 you gotta say what it is. That's the band's name. We gotta say it. You know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna. You know, uh, lowball people here. That's the band's the name. And what's the big deal? When you when you pay your ticket, you want to pay for Nashville pussy. That's what I paid for. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you know? Know? <laughs>
1: we're in America, which is a rare occasion, and I don't know when we'll be back. So if you see us in America.
0: And take advantage. <laughs> yeah, and you can check out the website, therobishow.com. We'll have all the details. I want to check out the band, jam to the music on Spotify. Check them out live in person. Take advantage. You know they're overseas most of the time, but they're in the states. Take advantage and uh, listen to the great music of Natural Pussy Rider. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Absolutely awesome. And uh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna see if I make it out there to Atlanta. and Check you guys out. Please do. Awesome. Thanks so much. appreciate your time. Thank you, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. There you heard it, guys. Ryder of Natural Pussy just an amazing talent. Uh, I have to tell you, uh, she is an amazing, amazing, amazing talent. And there's the music If you haven't had an opportunity To listen to it I mean they go way back to 96 uh, But they produce some great stuff Hard rock Southern metal The whole nine Check out Nashville Pussy uh, On your Spotify Or Amazon Music um, Apple Music Whatever you've got Give the band a listen If you haven't done so You will thank me later And check them out on tour uh, Visit NashvillePussy.com For information uh, On tour lineups and I want to talk about a little bit about In Flames. That album, I Mask, man, that's so freaking awesome. Um, In Flames never disappoints. I the Mask is absolutely an incredible album. Uh, they did not lose a tune. They remind me a little bit of Seven Dust. Seven Dust. It was just one album, maybe. They kind of shifted away from the original sound, but. Inflames sticks to their music, they stick to their sound, and they did it again with Eye the Mask. Although I must say that in this album, they 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 did a little bit uh, little slower song, a little bit more mel- uh, melodic, and it's actually one of my favorites. That's uh, Stay With Me, the last song of the album. But if you haven't had the chance to listen to Eye the Mask from Inflames, do yourself a favor and listen to it now. Because... Man, I I just can't stop listening to that entire album. They, they're they freaking cool, man. All right. I Prevail also released two singles, including Breaking Down and Bow Down. And I can't remember which is which, but one of them, they, it says about how many people were calling them out, saying that they were going to be a one-trick pony. The song is dedicated to them, I would presume, because they say, look, you thought that we, were, we weren't going to last. It was just one song. But here we are again. We did it again. And exactly what they're doing. An album is uh, coming very soon from I Prevail. And they will be on tour as well uh, on, on the United States. So check them out in a city near you. What well, let's talk UFC. Boy, what a weekend we had. John Jones defeats Anthony Smith to keep his light heavyweight championship. A little controversy. There was an illegal knee. Um, Anthony Smith, who could have said, listen, I'm done, I got hit. It would have been an old contest and Anthony Smith would have walked away with the title. But the man that he is, the fighter that he is, the warrior that he is, he said, no, let's continue. If I'm going to win the title, it's not going to be this way. Now, one thing that really struck me was that Smith said that... Jones really didn't dominate him. He nullified him. I don't know if he knows what the definition of nullification and nullify means, which means eliminate you. But either way, listen, Anthony Smith, kudos to him. He was there with the best for five rounds. But sorry, dude, John Jones dominated you. John Jones did whatever the hell he wanted to to you. So if indeed if there was a rematch, we can expect the same. Again, Hard off to him, he has a lion heart he lion heart. He does have a heart of a lion. but Anthony Smith, uh, I, I can't even maybe he had I can't even remember if he even had an opportunity. John Jones is just it was a field day for him. You know it was something you could just walk, walk in the park. He did say though that he wants to defend his title uh, four times this year, so he we will be seeing him in action three more times. Uh, let's see we're in March. I would say maybe July will be his next time he'll defend maybe June and then maybe uh, August and finishing it off in December that'll give a a, a good opportunity to John Jones to fight four times this year that's what he wants to do and listen, who doesn't like John Jones? I know he has a lot of controversy because he's been busted with uh, illegal substances but then again, you have to take your hat off he's that damn good Let's face it, guys. I, 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 I don't know who could, who could take this guy down whatsoever. Kamaru Usman, our good friend of Titan FC. He is now the welterweight champion defeating Tyrone Woodley. And Tyrone Woodley just did not have a chance. I, I don't know if his head was there. I don't know if he came out to fight. I don't know. If, I, I, don't know. I, I really do not know what the hell went with Tyrone Woodley. But that is not the Tyrone Woodley that we are... Used to he is actually calling for an immediate rematch, but right now Dana White has stated that Kobe Covington will be getting a title shot against Kamaru Usman and Usman looked made it look so easy in the beginning You know, it was kind of a little toss and turn but Right after once he got his hands off full Kamara Usman just looked like a stud in there his hand is striking was on point point uppercuts were nasty every shot that he, he he took he landed he connected it was so accurate Kamaru Usman congratulations to you man you are now the first African to win a UFC title as he is from originally from Nigeria so kudos to Kamaru Usman however there was a little controversy and a little sadness at the end there's a video circulating out there that after Kamaru won the title, um, his manager, who was walking with his manager, Ali Abdelaziz, and they encountered Kobe Covington. Now, Kobe and Kamaru have been tossing and turning, you know, throwing things around verbally, not the nicest thing. And they saw each other. There were women, children around. And this guy, Ali, the manager, starts swinging at Kobe. I'll give it to Camaro. He held He held himself. He was just calling him out, talking, you know, trying to say some things to spark up fuel, but not throwing anything. But this is a lead guy. This is not the first time this guy likes to throw hands. I, I, I don't know what he, what he thinks he is, but you're a freaking manager. Be a professional. Stop, stop throwing your, your, your hands, thinking you're a fighter. If you, if you want to be a fighter, then go train one and get your ass in the octagon. But be a professional, man. Kamaru shouldn't be telling you to stop to throw your hands. It should be the other way. You should be telling Kamaru, act professional, behave, and you'll take this and settle this in the cage or in the octagon. Instead, we're seeing this guy throwing bombs, you know, nearly hitting a kid in the face, and it's so dangerous. Kobe Covington, you know, as crazy as he is, he even put a video uh, during this weekend where he went up to Dana White said well he wasn't getting a title shot but um you know he, he, he kept this cool I do not I d I don't I don't he didn't throw anything. It was more Ali and Kamaru who were escalating the tension. And and by the way, that is the, the next fight. Kobe Covington is getting a title shot against Kamaru Usman uh, at a very near pay per view and, and there's no doubt in my mind that a Kamaru Usman will, will dominate Colby Covington. I mean, there's just, there's just no, no, no way. I mean, the Kamaru is a better fighter than Colby Covington. No doubt. Ben Askren uh, made his day UFC debut against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler came out strong He looked great at one point. It seemed that Ben Askren's much-anticipated antip- much debut was going to be a bust, and it was going to land... It was going to finish quickly. However, it did not turn out to be that way. And Ben Askren defeated Robbie Lawler by submission. But very controversial. He had him in a bulldog choke. Uh, Robbie Lawler, according to him, he said he was okay. But his hand did go limp. At one time, it was up in the air and it just fell. He looked like he went to sleep. I mean, it was a hard call to make. But Herb Dean even apologized to Robbie Lawler. But... And I have to be with Ben Askren here. His job is to fight. His job is not to officiate. So, if his hand goes limp, and if I was a referee, I would have stopped it. You know, why am I going to keep going if this guy's? He might be choking him out. I mean, maybe he did choke out. We don't know. It's, it's a very, it's a very, very difficult call to make. Uh, I know they looked at the replay on video. However, it was a really hard angle, really hard way to find out and determine if indeed. Ben Askren choked out Robbie Lawler. Despite the fact, Ben Askren, in my opinion, he looked out of shape. Um, so I think he just got, he got lucky. Robbie wants a rematch. That's not going to happen. Ben Askren will potentially get a, another top Walter Wade and potentially get a shot at the, at the title. We never know. Maybe a one more, two more fight and he might get a shot again tomorrow. All right, guys. We want to thank you very much for tuning in on the Roman Show. We will welcome you next week as um, we have many, many guests on the line here, in line, waiting uh, to speak to us on the Roman Show once again. Thanks so much for voting us, voting for us at the Florida MB Awards. And thank you for voting with me. That's the best bringing out Florida. We'll catch you right here on the Roman Show. You have not on, you have not heard.